DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Tis the season and the time in the morning. Good morning, Austin, Texas, Central Texas, and around the world on the World Wide Web. It is the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning right here on... 1049 The Horn or 247-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. It is the number one outdoor show on the radio in Texas. My name is TJ Graney, and that is Cody Ryan with you here this morning. Turn around and look out that broken window behind you. That is an incredible gift from God this morning. Holy cow. That only comes from cold fronts and early mornings. Get up. That's that's why you get up in the middle. Yeah, that's corded. Sorry. There's one right here, but it's broken. And uh, Anyway. Oh, man. That is just an absolutely gorgeous sunrise. And you're a part of that. If you're up this morning listening to us, just take a peek outside real quick. Maybe you're driving down the road. Just breathe it in. What a beautiful morning. Beefsteak is not in the house with us. He is in the deer stand this morning. We may get a report from him live from the deer stand. You look at your cell phone. He's already sent about nine texts. Yes. Apparently he's bored out of his mind sitting in the deer blind. (laughs) He's on to something. You need to turn off that cell phone if you're sitting in the deer blind. Enjoy. Salt Dog is in the house. He's the ranch hand that gets here ahead of us all and... Make sure the gate gets open and the old pot belly stove gets cranked up. Pour some water over the coffee grinds that have been in that coffee pot for the last week. And uh, 
remake some of that good old coffee. Man, it was a beautiful day yesterday. The day before, Friday was super windy. Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Just out of control, 40, 50 mile an hour wind. What is that? That was weird. I mean, it was really strong I wind. explained it to you, it'd be, we'd be here a long time, but it's... Uh, Scientifically speaking. Yeah, yeah. 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 The good thing is it blew all the leaves into... Uh, Piles? Piles. Yeah, I could see <laughs> on my neighbor's fence, they had a pile of leaves about three feet high all the way along their fence so well i have they don't have to do anything but rake them up and bag them now they're already piled up nice yeah i have a uh all the leaves blew off my cypress and my weeping willow by the pond and yeah uh also kept my roofers so we're getting a roof put back on the ranch house and kept the roofers away they they didn't work yeah and uh, but they got out there yesterday and worked because it was beautiful. Man, what a perfect day it was! You went for a fly, you went for a flight. Fly, you went flying. Yeah, whatever you call that. Uh, yeah, we had a family uh, gathering, a yearly annual cookie, cookie decorating. Yes, cookie decorating uh, day at the house, which means which gave me a great opportunity to clean out the shop. Wow. Yeah. 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 Got three giant trash bags full of uh, stuff just to clear it out the shop so you can at least walk around it now. Uh, Where you're building your yes, camper. My camper, yes. My custom camper that yeah, I'm building. Gorgeous, uh, by the way. And then uh, my father-in-law, he you know has an airplane and likes to fly, so we were going to go on an adventure and uh, go get some barbecue after the cookie decorating party. And, uh, yeah, we flew to Lockhart. Lockhart. Not a very long flight. You're in the air. I mean, it takes you longer to pre-flight the plane than it, than it does to actually fly there. But uh, you can, you know, borrow the car from the FBO. The fix- so, so, yeah, that was... I thought that was interesting. You were talking about how a lot of little airports will have a a car there or two or three. Right. And you just fly in. So you fly into Lockhart and they got a couple of cars there and you just take it over to the barbecue joint and get barbecue and you pay an extra five bucks or 10 bucks. You know, you kind of pitch yeah, it's in. It's usually on a donation deal. That, I, that's brilliant. That's Great. And are most of these airports privately owned? Is that what it is? Uh, a lot of them, yeah. Or the county. Uh, a lot of them are county owned, you know, and and maybe somebody runs a small mechanic shop and they sell fuel or, you know, and they lease the land or the building. Or... Rick McGee's son mm-hmm. uh, just graduated Liberty University. So Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, right, where we right. do a lot of ministry up there. Uh his son took aviation mechanics yeah and just graduated and it's really and cuz they have a great aviation program at Liberty University and an aviation mechanics program at Liberty University and it is an incredible uh, he can get jobs all over the place and sometimes sometimes there's these smaller airports that have a mechanic on duty yeah. Paid salary. All over the world. And you can 
and and that is the job for one of these mechanics. Yeah. And you'll have and these guys have those jobs for 20, 30 years. Yeah. And they're just the mechanic at the little airport and you know they live by there, they're on call or whatever and uh <laughs> I just thought man and I'm like talking 25, 28 dollars an hour. Yeah, no, I mean no problem. It, there's there's a drastic fall not only in aviation I guess probably but uh, the entire labor field anything along those lines there's a drastic, and it's not drastic it, need but there's also a drastic need for anything aviation nobody's going into anything flying there's going to be a massive shortage of pilots here soon as the next generation of pilots commanders start uh you know retiring there's well, nobody flying, nobody getting their lessons in comparison to what the demand is going to be here soon. Well, that that you would think most of the, at least the commercial pilots come out of the Air Force, right? Or a lot of them. No, well, you get, yeah, I mean, you get a handful of them. that's where that you're going to get guys that have a bunch of hours. Yeah, but that's not necessarily where they come from. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a process to work out of. It used to be old school days. That's where you have, you know, guys your age, uh, you know, old guys. That's the guys that are retiring. Those are, those are where the, all the old, uh, you know, where they would all come out of the Air Force or, you know, fly for the military of some branch. But no, I mean, not not all of them are coming out that way anyway. But uh, yeah, beautiful day, beautiful day to fly, and uh, man, it was crazy up there. It was busy in the sky yesterday. They say. Uh, most dangerous time to fly a good clear non-windy days you know because everybody, everybody on a saturday because everybody thinks hey I'll go just get like the lake day. you know yeah on a, during in the middle of the <laughs> summer you get a pretty pretty saturday that's probably the worst time to be out on the lake in the middle of the summer on a pretty saturday so uh same thing very for interesting flying. speaking of uh a lot of guys uh I don't know about fishing yesterday, but a lot of guys out at the ranch again, a lot of guys out hunting, uh, getting near, you know, the last weekend or so before they got to start being really attentive to home and Christmas and all that stuff. A lot of guys sneaking out for that one last. The beautiful part about the next couple weeks is Christmas and Monday, Tuesday. So you got Saturday, Sunday to go. Come on. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's right. So That's right. Yeah, we got four-day weekend weekend for everybody. I believe uh, the ranches are going to be packed over the next couple weeks. I know I'm going to go up and try and get uh, at least one one more deer for the freezer. I need to put, you know, I've only got that one for bow season. I need to to get some. Well, I've got a couple couple of hunting opportunities coming up. Uh i got some kids that I'm going to take out while they're on their Christmas break and New yeah. Year's break. Got a couple of hunts planned to do that. We got that. We're going to talk a little bit of fishing on the other side. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about news of the weird in this section. And, uh, and that's a really strange deal with, uh, scorpions. Uh, game more and field notes and more. You only get it one place live in the bunkhouse every, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can make it right. And there is hope for the helpless, rest for the weary, and love for the broken heart.
show we don't give in to the anti-gun crowd the PETA terrorist or the taliban it's just how we roll here in the bunkhouse ride the trail with us all week long online at the outdoorzone.com hey we're getting that new website that updated websites and all the information in that's right my age will be correct <clears throat> that's right you'll be it'll show you're 24 and <laughs> still still 24 hey uh, welcome back. McBride's Guns, if you're looking for the ultimate gift for the guy in the house or the gal in the house, maybe you just need a couple of family gifts, maybe a firearm for everyone. I like it. It's McBride's Guns. Uh, one of the things that uh, would be a great time of year would be to get that kid their first rifle or shotgun. But you don't want to get them a full-size adult model. You want to get them a youth size. So go to McBride's Guns. Get the right firearm for the right shoulder. Uh, If you're looking for a personal carry, put your hand on them. Figure out which one and talk to those guys about how to choose the right personal carry firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, celebrating Christmas and wrapping your presents for you. Uh, They come with... uh, a trigger and uh, a box of shells. 30th and Lamar. Call them at 472-3532 or online at McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. <clears throat> so uh, what's happening on the fishing world? <laughs> I don't, is that what we're talking about? you got to well, give me a copy of that. Because I don't, I don't know what we're uh, where I'm supposed you to. You actually use the script and everything. That well, I just got to know how to preempt what you're saying and what you're doing. Yeah, I when I do show prep, I have it on my computer. So uh, unless you're gonna, uh, it, all it says is segment two, Cody fishing news. Oh, lovely. Wow. So wish I would have uh, done that. I I haven't seen a whole bunch of guys rolling out, but. You know the hardcore guys are out there fishing. There's Man, some big is, bass being caught right now. This is absolutely one of the best times to go fishing. Uh, there's nobody on the lake. The fish actually you gotta eat. like that. The fish eat. Now, oh, well, you went out like was it last week or the week before when you were on? Yeah, I've I've been out Lake of, Austin. I've been out a little bit, and it's you know fishing's <clears throat> fishing's great this time of year if you find them. You got to find them, but. Uh, when the water gets into the 40s is when you really got to start, you know, slowing down and really getting into a completely different style of fishing. But right now, the water, I mean, is lower 60s, upper 50s across central Texas. So the fish, I mean, the fish are shallow. The fish are eating. The fish are, there's nothing. Uh, you said you saw beds already. No, 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 no. You I didn't. was sight fishing. 
I was I saw some in some super clear shallow water. There were oh. fish cruising. Oh, that's the shallows. What it was. I so thought they were staying, they were already finding beds. And no, 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 making no, no. little spots for their no, 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 no homestead. No, we're a long way from that. But it's uh, I mean, fishing's good. Lake Amistad, the first tournament of the uh, FLW. F- any of the major series is going to be happening. Lake Amistad, uh, the day, I mean, I got to leave New Year's Day. Uh, the worst schedule, the absolute most ignorant scheduling you could ever pick for an event is happening with the FLW uh, on Lake Amistad. You, there's no practice. I'm going to practice one day for the event, unless I go down early, which is going to be during you know Christmas break, or go down this week. Or it's just stupid. It's so stupid. I wonder how the participation level is on it when it's like that. You're going to get plenty of guys fishing it because it's the first one of the year. Uh, the very next week, they have a FLW tour event happening on Sam Rayburn. Um, so you got guys in Texas from all over the country that are going to go ahead and come on down and fish it. I mean, it'll be, it'll be attended well, but it's just stupid. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's stupid because it takes time away from your family, you know, and they promote the sport as family oriented. Well, you got to leave on New Year's Eve or not be home New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and, you know, spend that time with your family maybe it doesn't matter to people but you know i think it's i think it does i think it's ignorant but uh anyway we'll be down there i'm gonna practice for a day and uh either i catch fish or i don't no but i'll get to spend a couple days on lake amstead uh, down in del rio planning a trip for the <clears throat> spring for the devil's river trip which flows into uh, <laughs> now you're talking which flows into Lake Amistad, and uh, that's a float trip, a three- to five-day float trip, depending on how long you take to do it. But it's uh, it's no cell phones. I mean, no service. None of that stuff works. Need a canoe? Uh, I, may, I may kayak it. I may find a kayak. But uh, we've got a few buddies. You, you canoe it or you kayak it. Uh, mostly probably kayak these days. You know, canoe's probably not as efficient of a mover in some of the swifter moving waters. I just have a really good canoe. Yeah, you just have a canoe that you want no, to see No, it's a use. good one. It's a, it's from an old summer camp, and it's one of those good aluminum ones like you grew up with, and you can't tear them up. I yeah. guess you could wrap them around yeah, a rock. Yeah, floated but the, it. So how do you I floated it in the pond. <laughs> it just okay. goes all the way across the pond, so I don't keep it in there. So, well, but every so once you in a while, I put it, it in. You know, no, I put it in there every once in a while, and I kind of sit in there and, you yeah, know, pretend like I got invited to go down like the Devil's River or something in it. And yeah, I think I'm going to do the Great. See, that would scare. I'm going to do the invite Great. You and you would bring that canoe. I would bring it, and you guys would be giving me canoe. all your gear and saying, "That is brilliant, dude. Put that in here for me. Carry this for me." Uh-huh. And. But I'm going to do the, uh, what is the race, the Great Canoe Race, the Great Canoe Safari that goes from San Marcos down to the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Okay. It's like. In that canoe. 21 days transversing the, you know, rugged river of Texas from here to the coast, man, and. 
keeping your gear dry. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I actually had a friend who did that. Did he really? Yeah, I loved it too. Uh, he owns uh, Texas State Tubes down in San Marcos. And, uh, yeah. Trained for a couple of uh, months for it, obviously paddled quite a few miles a day. But uh, yeah, he did that and he loved every bit of it's it. It's brutal. Said, it's brutal. Yeah. It, he said it was tough, but he said he he would have done it two more times over. He said he liked he liked it so much. He's like it says it's one of his like his greatest accomplishments. I love that. I always thought that that would be one of those things that you check off your adventure list. Well, it's not unlike what you're going to do on the Devil's River, Cody. Is you know, yeah. Pick out, and I would challenge guys listening to the show right now. Yeah, I would challenge guys to start thinking that way. What is something like I? I go climb a mountain every year. I pick out one of the top twelve and I put it on the list, and I go there and I attempt to get to the top of it. Uh, I would challenge guys to find something and put it on your list. It's I'm not talking about bucket list, although you can call it bucket. I list call it bucket what, list. Why but, not? Well, you can call it bucket list or whatever, but I mean, I mean, you're you kicking just, the bucket. You it's need, not the you kicking need bucket that list. in your, you know, you need that in your life. Guys need that in their life. You can't just work every day and get the the inner needs What's the point? met. What's the point? What's the point in working every day? Yeah, not doing anything. Well, that there you go. Exactly. What's the point? So of I existing? would challenge. Uh, you've got that. I'm going to do a mountain. So. What are you going to do, Salt Dog? What's on your list? I uh, Kayak out to the wells and catch a big fish or something? Uh, actually, no, I do want to I do want to go, uh, oddly enough, as much as I've bay fished, I've never once in my life deep sea fished. You'll either love that'll, it or hate it. That'll be my uh, first <laughs> It's experience. one of the two. Yeah, it'll be my first experience. I plan on actually, uh, I got a, a trip scheduled <clears throat> in the early spring, so... Uh, can't yeah. wait to knock that are out. You like, are you doing like Scat Cat or something like that? One of those big boats out of Rockport area, or we're uh, we're actually uh, going with my my dad's friend has a sixty foot Sea Cat. Uh, probably going It's about uh, the right size. Yeah, I think we're running. Actually, making the run out to the Flower Garden, so we're running out of Galveston. No kidding. Yeah, it's a it's a real deal fishing trip. Yeah, like I said, is. we plan on being out there probably two or three days. Actually, like we plan on staying out there overnight. So. uh I'm looking forward to it. Also a little nervous because, yeah, like just like you kind of referenced, you either love it or you hate it. I'm, I've uh-huh. never really had problem with sea legs. I'm uh, hoping I don't oh, this time. <laughs> the coast is different. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's different until you get out there and yeah, you don't see take, any land at all. It only takes uh, – well, you'll know pretty quick. But, you'll, but you know, it's the same thing in, in flying, though, in yeah. a, flying a small plane because – a lot of times they don't have, they have no AC or anything, and you're flying in the summer in a small plane. It gets hot, and you get that same feeling that I got that same feeling flying in a small plane that I did when I went offshore and went deep sea fishing. Now I, I I made it through it. I didn't go puking or anything like that, but there's you know you can. Yeah, I I mean I haven't experienced it, but I've seen it happen several times. I've also preempted you know like uh i may have taken something uh going offshore i can't remember though taking anything or ever really going offshore but um what is man, it that, what is it that dramamine dramamine yeah. but it is absolutely i mean you cross that certain threshold or whatever and if somebody's going to get sick boy it's like it's like a switch you know everybody gets sick and that's but I love I love the idea 
of seeing those boats out there and, you know, you watch it on a show or something like that and the guys are smashing through the water and they're catching huge tuna and sailfish and stuff. I love that. Now, you can go some places like Mexico and South America and places like that. What was that lodge that you went to, a couple of different lodges, the Tropic? Tropical well, Star. Well, Tropic Stars down Tropic in Panama, Star. and we have friends that go there every year. And you can go to those places, and you don't have to go way off. No, you know where you're. You don't have to go four hours out, five hours out, like you do for longer or longer. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. I'm looking forward to that part. Actually, I've been when I say I haven't been deep sea fishing, I've been 25, 30 miles off. I've caught you know amberjack and snapper and stuff like that. Yeah. This is actually, you know, I'm I'm going big game fishing. The goal of the whole trip actually is hopefully to catch my first marlin. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to the and, most. And they have them off the coast of Texas. Oh yeah, if you go far enough out, they got them. Yeah, that's the that's the I'm looking Dude, for. That'd be fish here. so good. Look for the blue water, baby. So good. Well, I, I love the whole idea the the ship thing, the boat thing. Uh, I've never been on a cruise. But I'm guessing that's a different vibe than... Been on a cruise. I'm not a fan because I wasn't driving the daggum boat. <laughs> I like to be captain in command. And Did you ask? No. Did you, Have you been on... Salt Dog, have you been on a cruise? Uh, yes, sir, I have. Uh, up, yes or no? Liked it, didn't like it? I liked it. I mean, it's a little... To me, especially, I, I get Cody's reference, being you know actually in a boat and controlling the boat is definitely like a slow-paced experience for sure. But, uh, I mean, I liked it for the most part. We traveled to a couple different uh, countries and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like not being in command, and I don't like I being like confined. The thing about that... Running my own boat. I've never done a cruise. I probably need to do one. Uh, I like... So, typically, it's sardines and... Uh, salt saltines. You are and the. Sardine. I like the idea of the buffet <laughs> on the cruise ship. <laughs> now, if I could find that on a twenty-two foot skeeter, that'd be all right. You can't fish off a cruise ship, though. Uh, Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since nineteen seventy-eight. They've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. Sun Auto hires a full range of uh, ASE certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles. Keep it running like new. It's where I take all of my trucks. They handle all of my service. SunAutoService.com. Locations 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. And their newest location at 1206 Ranch Road, 620 in Lakeway. Check them out, our friends at Sun Auto Service. Coming up next, Outdoor News of the Weird Game Warden Field Notes. We've got a lot of show left. Stick around. It's the number one outdoor radio show in all of the world. It's the Outdoor Zone, live right here on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. Man. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. What a beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. Just go ahead and roll out, go get that cup of coffee, and take a few minutes and enjoy this beautiful, incredible morning. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show, outdoor show on radio, right here in Austin Radio Network, 104.9 The Horn, flagship station for UT Sports. Uh, let's see, you already told them about Sun Auto, so I want to, oh, Archery Country, Archery Country, uh, you've got to uh, go by Archery Country. They got a ton of gear over there, a bunch of specials going on right now for Christmas. If you haven't picked out that perfect gift for the archer in your life, man, it is time to go see our buddies over at Archery Country. Uh, They've got everything you need from bows for a youth to the finest Matthews Hoyt uh, bows, elite bows made here. Uh, just incredible uh, archery gear. They have um, all the targets. They have crossbows there. If your hunter doesn't have a crossbow yet, it's a great addition to the arsenal, the hunting arsenal. Um, but go see our buddies over there at Archery Country. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard, uh, you can track them at Austin Ar- AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. I just booked my uh, trip to the Archery Trade Show, ATA. I'm yeah. going to the Archery Trade Show in January. Man. Yeah. I just made the decision two days ago that I'm going to go. <laughs> but I'm going to go meet with the Matthews Archery folks. Yeah. And uh, our friends from Archery Country are going to be there, and they're going to be pretty busy with – that's when they go to buy all their new stuff for the next year. Yeah, that's that's not a uh, – Not just uh, fun and games, but it's actually some working yeah. going on there. But I'm, I'm going to go see them and hang out with them and uh, meet some other people, see what's going on. Good. Now it's time for this week's Outdoor News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Once a month for the last decade, Pepe Kansasas... A 78-year-old Cuban farmer has hunted down a scorpion to sting himself with, vowing that the venom venom wards off his rheumatism pains. His natural remedy is no longer seen as very unusual here. This guy guy purposefully hunts down a big old scorpion. Specific scorpion. Yeah. And zaps himself. Yearly. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and what they're finding out now is the medication from this. He said it stings for a little while, mm-hmm. but then it goes away and it 
and the his aches and pains go away and he uh but now they're finding out that the venom in these scorpions actually does work as an anti-inflammatory how do you figure that out though you accidentally I guess somebody's get stung? stinging them. Yeah, I guess he Ac- got stung, and then a day later he's like, oh, wow. I'm Man, I go, feel great. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to go for a run. <laughs> I'm going to sting myself every day. Hey, let's uh, – we got beefsteak in a deer stand in the field at the ranch up near Mason, Texas. So let's go uh, to beefsteak and find out what's going on in the deer stand from the deer stand. Live from the deer stand. We've got a report coming in right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's beefsteak. Beefsteak. Give us a report. All right. It's a beautiful, beautiful day out here. There was a little low. I'm looking at like six spikes hanging around. All right. How many tags do you have left? <laughs> Not enough to bleak them all. Begin the shooting. We want to hear you shoot one on air, live, on air. No pressure. I tried that last year. We're going to do that. I've got this. So I've got this. Uh, you probably have done this before. Where you get obsessed with a certain buck out here. He's called Crabby Claws. And uh, he's got these crab claws, you know. Oh, I would have never guessed. Hey, don't be a, you know, sorry. We had to beep that out. Welcome aboard, Cody. Thank you for chiming in. Love you, brother. And uh, anyways, I'm going to get back. So I've been just waiting and waiting. Another guy, I think, took a shot at him yesterday and uh, missed. Uh, <laughs> what was his name? What was that other guy's name? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I Do I know him? Secrecy. Uh Probably know everybody, yes. Oh, man. Was his name Jeff Dotter? (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Oh, calling out your buddies at the ranch. That's all. That's all it is. I didn't say anything. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. I I didn't say anything. But uh, so now I know he's he's coming this way. I know he's going to be over here someday. But I'm obsessed with that now. And uh, but he did shoot one yesterday. I haven't seen this ever, but it's a full-grown buck. It was like 120 pounds. It had a gnarly uh, one antler or half one was broken off. They were all in velvet. Still, still. That's in weird. Hmm. And so we called him Velvet Elvis. Well, Velvet Elvis is hanging right now, so he's been put out of the picture. Still had wavos though, so. The prediction was that the wavos were gone, and that's why the velvet never came up. I don't know, I guess. Scientifically speaking, of course, from the deer stand right on the deer lease. Guys get really, really, you get a lot smarter out on a ranch. Yeah, Yeah. when you're around the guys, come on. (laughs) Yeah, that's the way our conversations go, right? Hey, look at Elvis. Yeah, whatever. But anyways, velvet Elvis. Uh, Next year, we're going to be overrun. With like two and a half year, three three year old uh, spikes. I mean, these. Days, I guarantee you won't be. Why? That's a misconception. If you spikes are going to expand, they're not going to stay spikes for. I, Scientifically I speaking, I guarantee you're you've never shot or even seen a three year old spike. I don't know. I I would challenge that. 
I, I mean, they're out there, but I I would bet that ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent of spikes are shot or first year. What a lot of people. We should be whispering because he's got deer out there. Uh, he's not whispering. Uh, we uh, they're used what a to lot his of people stand him talking. What a lot of people uh, do is they shoot a young one and a half. Yeah. year old spike which right. whatever shoot them i don't care you know if the, if you got a tag and you want to shoot a spike shoot a spike yeah but it's going to be an eight point next year it could potentially be something else next time year. and time and time again i got i guarantee you won't be overrun with uh old spikes but you'll have there. young bucks running around yeah. so shoot all them spikes how many buck tags you got anyway well we uh of course two but we've been trying to limit just to maybe one taking one uh, buck we wanted him to grow yeah we wanted to uh get him a little bit uh more we just didn't want to you know trophy hunt you know we want to trophy hunt and we're trying to only do 10 pointers hey do, do you have the uh, antler restrictions out there in mason no, no. Uh, it's guns blazing it's okay <laughs> but uh, you know how it used to be out here cody you know what i'm talking about oh yeah single? used to be but, uh, still is baby it's uh, hill country hunting it is, man. It is. But I have changed my idea on those spikes. You have convinced me that... Uh, Just now? Let... No, over the years, oh. all right? Over the years, over talking and being so adamant about it for the last three years. <clears throat> is that what you say? Is that how you dis- define it, adamant? That's, an, that's, that's a very kind way of... Well, would you... Okay, what was the other one? Being a... Beep! Is that it? <laughs> Y'all are being very mean this morning. <laughs> Just being Cody. No, I'm kidding. But you, so who? Any no hogs out there? And you're, so we got oh, we man. have beefsteak. Oh, we have beefsteak. Our uh, the third, the fourth, the most, third wheel, the f- fourth wheel of <laughs> wow. this outdoor zone, rolling whatever it is. Uh, but he's in the deer stand in Mason, Texas. He's got deer in front of him right now. We're trying to convince him to shoot one on air. He's not going to do it because he's in a conservation mode with the spikes. However, he is looking for a weird deer that has antlers, grow, uh, crab claws growing out of his head. <laughs> Which you can't even eat. You can't even eat because you're allergic to shellfish, bro. Oh, that's the big joke. Okay. There you go. Why don't you just go there? Hey, uh. Hey, hey, tell me. We did pull. So any hogs? Get a, oh yeah, got one uh, yesterday in the trap. But the oh no no this is live live, live in yep live. Well dead now, but right right. And mm-hmm. and uh, you know because it's been so wet out here, uh, can't get back. So the one guy that shot two bucks yesterday, he had to pull them out. That was a new experience for a lot of people. You know when you got to pull it couple hundred yards oh my oh gosh my no way not a hundred pound hill country deer <laughs> that is Jesus. horrible oh the humanity <laughs> you, you know how the hill country is out here man you drive up the four-wheeler and you're like hey Paco, put that on the back right there for me i'm just kidding well you just shoot them and then you race your car over there real quick and they fall over on top of your oh my gosh the holidays. Beautiful morning, bros. I'll let you go because I think I. I All right. Well, send us. Abby Claus coming in. Hey. But I wanted to tell you Merry Christmas uh, and uh, Happy New Year. And I may just stay out here 
for the whole rest of the year. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. If you can get away with that, you just let me know. Uh, I get his boat. If you, I'm going to buy it cheap from you, his wife in the divorce. You will. Hey. It, I mean, barely run, too. Hey, uh, Low hours. Uh, Beefsteak, be careful out there. If you shoot uh, Crab Claw, post it on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page for us. Will do, brothers. All right. God bless. Good See luck. you, buddy. The holidays are finally here, and while it may be one of the most wonderful times of the year, let's be real, it can also be one of the most stressful. So skip the headaches, drive to family dinner and something that is reliable and safe enough to get you there. A vehicle with hands-free calling so you can take those last-minute calls from your mom or your spouse. Can you get some milk? We're out of eggnog. And uh, spacious <laughs> Pick enough. Pick up your Aunt Sylvia on your way over, Sonny. And spacious enough to fit all those gifts. It's the perfect time to solve your Honda Envy all at once. And once for all, the Happy Honda Day sales event is going on right now at your Texas Honda Central uh, Central Texas Honda dealers. And uh, to sweeten the deal for a limited time, you'll get 90 days till your first payment on any New Honda. Available at all dealers in the state of Texas. Interest will accrue. Um, tire, uh, you just got to see your dealer for details. So go by, see one of your Central Texas Honda dealers, and get the deal of the year uh, right now. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Coming up next, we've got your... Uh, what is next? It would be... We're going to talk a little bit about feral hogs in Missouri. And oh, then we've game got your game field warden notes. field notes and more. Only one I want place. to hear more about this scorpion, too. All right. There is more. Because you can buy them on the black... I mean, on the Amazon or something, can't you? <laughs> yes. Uh, Amazonanimal.com. Oh you get it only one place right here. The Outdoor Zone on 104.9 The Horn, 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com. Welcome back. Man, that's got to get your blood flowing. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio here in the beautiful Lone Star State. Time is running out. Get your lowest, get the lowest prices of the year on everything during the final hours of the Big Finish event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Now through December 31st is at is your absolute last chance to save on everything new 2018 and 2019 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. They have the biggest selection of Rams and Jeeps in Central Texas. You know, I've always known this, and I've always heard this that the last couple of weeks of the year dealerships are trying to get their last vehicles sold they're trying to get their numbers up they're trying to do and they are slinging deals and you can get one of those deals 
for your new vehicle at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. If, you're, if you've been waiting, now's the time to save. The prices are here for a very limited time. Don't miss your chance to get deep discounts. This is it. Savings are here. The selection is there. The only thing that's not here is you. Come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Uh, I guess now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. November 20th, a Val Verde County game warden responded to a kayaker in distress call. You paying attention to this? Yes. The paddler was part of a group that put in on the Pecos River at Pendale Crossing for a six-day, 55-mile kayak trip to the Rio Grande River. On the second day, a kayaker in the group took a hard fall on whitewater rapid and injured his ribs, causing breathing difficulty and what is, was unable to continue. With over 40 miles of river left to navigate, they made an emergency call using a satellite phone yep. and were able to give a rough location. The warden used his extensive knowledge of the river and his relationship with the area landowners to drive through some very rough country to, ex- to the exact location and extract the injured man. Yeah, we're going to have a satellite phone. That is so good. Yeah. They have some really cool uh, – my buddy that elk hunts a lot is going to go – Robert is going to go uh, – he's – Oh, he's, he's in on this deal? He's he's like way fired up on this deal. He just found out about this whole Devil's River kayaking trip that we want to go on. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he's like now the leader of it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's like, do we need a guide? Should I – he's like, I mean, way into it. And uh, and so he's got a satellite phone that he carries when he elk hunts. Uh huh. And he was sending me text on his elk hunt this year. I talked about that. Right. Uh, that right. he was sending me text, and I would get these texts, and they would have a location on them as well. Oh, that's right. And then I could I could click on the link and zoom in, and I could see the terrain. I could see, you know, they had satellite imagery. Of where he was. That is so bad out. I could, I mean, I could see the exact spot. And it was funny. He was sitting on a water hole one evening, and he texted me. And, uh, and you know, it's kind of hard to text on, I guess, because uh, they were very short text, you know. <laughs> but he's sitting on a water hole, and, uh, and I guess he didn't realize maybe that I could click that link or that I'd figured that out or whatever. And I clicked the link. And I said, hey, or, you know, um, I guess you have a north wind because you're sitting on the, you know, south side of that water hole or whatever, you know, and he was laughing, you know, going, what? How did you it was figure so... that out? But I could see it in the imagery that there's a little bit of water right there. Oh, that's just amazing. It is. It is. And uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, 
Thank God for the uh, game wardens. Shout out to those guys for this Man. time of year. Thank you very much for all that you guys do. You guys and gals do for us. Hey, um, so there's a really cool Christmas gift out there for uh, city slickers, and this is out of California. It is a coyote-proof vest for your dog. That doesn't make any sense. Yes. Your dog is a coyote. All the little dogs that are getting snatched up by coyotes and all the – they don't have one for cats at this point. Right. Um, which cats are a favorite <laughs> snackette for coyotes. In yes. it. And uh, so all these people that are saying don't shoot the coyotes and, – and by the way um, – you know, we have a lot of friends that do varmint hunting, coyote hunting, uh, predator hunting. Uh, it's one of our favorite things to do, I guess, if we're uh, out at the ranch, if we see a coyote or something like that. Um, but the Humane Society has put out a whole brand new uh, package. It's actually a manual on how to stop uh, predator hunting and uh coyote hunting in your state in your city well and they've also they also put out how to how to rid the area of coyote threats with different um ideas of how to get you know coyotes out of your area i read their manual yesterday and it the humane society they're not just a little dog pound where you go and rescue you get facility. your rescue, yeah, you go and get your little rescue right. dog. Uh, they are anti-hunting, anti-fishing radicals, and they have this manual. So, and and it talks about how to get rid of it. The uh, hunting, uh, like if you're going to do a, a, a coyote hunting contest or whatever, yeah. or just any of that kind of stuff, and. Uh, but when they talk about, you know, different ways to get rid of them, now they're not even talking about using some of the stuff that they've said in the past, like, uh, you know, loud noises and stuff like that, because it could uh, scare the coyotes or damage the coyotes uh, emotionally or something like that. Oh, my I mean, gosh. It, it, I, I, I don't live in the city but of they Austin. Now, but, but they have – now they have these vests. Yeah. They're these vests that you put on your dogs. They have lights, flashing lights. They have metal rods and things sticking out of oh them. Oh, my and gosh. For your little dog. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I live outside the, the city of Austin. And you got... And, I, and I'm and i on the neighborhood. I You know, we all have an acre or so. And I'm on the neighborhood uh, app or uh, email list or whatever. And we have people in our neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. I just saw... A fox on the backside of my oh property. Oh my gosh, my cat's on, gone. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, I guess I know where my cat ended up." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, you live in the country. That's why we live here." I respond every time. Isn't it awesome? Aren't they awesome to have running around? Anyway, right. they don't like me. Some of them don't like me very much. Hmm. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse uh, coming up next. Your favorite Armed Citizens report. Hey, we're going to talk about the Boy Scouts too. Over uh, in the next segment. Uh, the scouts, please. Oh. Don't limit it to just Woo! boys. You get it only one place right here. 1049 The Horn, 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.